0: Hey, it's Chad here. Before you listen to this episode, please make sure you check out the full episode of my interview with Alan van der Mühlen, the co-founder of Zlato. This episode contains some bonus content from my interview with Alan and to make sure you get the most out of this episode, please go ahead and check out the full version. If you've already done that uh, and want to learn a bit more about Zlato from Alan, stick around and stay tuned. Something I often hear about in the impact investing space, as being one of its biggest challenges, is reporting. For a corporate or impact investor, being able to quantify and accurately measure and report on the impact of your investment is crucial. It's crucial to justifying that investment to funders, whether it's in terms of the number of jobs created, the number of people fed, the amount of carbon or energy saved. The way that latter. Has overcome this problem on their platform is truly genius, and I wanted to find out more from Alan about this. So, just to recap, Zlato is a fintech startup that has designed a platform that uses blockchain tech to incentivize positive behavior amongst youth by rewarding them with digital currency that can be used to buy things like groceries, electricity, or airtime. And here's what Alan had to say. And, and, and I mean, I, I don't want to overplay. The significance of, of what you guys are doing but you weren't just giving people their livelihood back you, you were actually you were saving people's lives i mean i, I don't know if, if if that's clear but yeah. as i'm hearing you say that like th- there must have been people that were really really properly saved mm. because of of having access to slato and, and i think that's fantastic you know working in in the vc space and, and the alternative investment space you hear people talk about impact and impact investing mm. and, and those are some of the, the buzzwords that people throw yeah. around it's i think it's, it's like it's one thing to set out to build a, a business with the goal of like making a difference you know saving the world and changing the community and all of that or saving the environment but it's something completely different to do that to actually make a difference and then to still create a, a proper viable business out of it and I'm really interested you know you mentioned jp morgan coming on mm. board but but these corporates that they, they don't uh in my experience at least they, they don't give money away without some expectation of of return and so i'm really interested how, how did or how does Zlato work as a as a business you know where does the mm. um the the business element element of it come how, how do you sell Zlato yeah. to a jp morgan or, or google
1: so we have a few business models attached to Zlato. i mean so yeah. number one we we, what we call what we would like to call you know an impact marketplace where yeah. if, if you're trying to drive like very much a specific type of impact we can do that via this lotto platform and because all our stuff is like tracked and validated using like blockchain we don't have to worry about reporting i mean look i'll be honest that i'm not a i often i often don't care about a lot of people's targets man because i want my people to benefit you know what i mean yeah. so i'm like yeah. look I'm not just trying to get 200,000 people on this Lotto platform or like a million people, man. We're trying to grow this thing to make sure that everyone is onboarded and they're learning some stuff and they're able to, you know, really benefit from this thing. So we have intentionally slowed the growth of the platform um, just so that I can continually make the impact. So, I mean, so for the impact investing, that's pretty much how it would be. People would say, for example, with UNICEF, they would say, um, we, we want people to wash their hands, but people don't have any... In, in rural communities. Can we activate Zlato members to go and do that? So we'll then put up a micro-task on Zlato. They would add a bit of funding. We would attach different incentives to, to users who actually go and complete their tasks. And then if things get um, validated, they're they now able to go and purchase certain things. So we can then be able to send that report back. Okay, our users have done this. Here's the evidence, here's the pictures, here's the reviews, um, we, wrote, we wrote it to the blockchain, whatever, here you go, here's your report. And that, that seems to work for the, for the impact investors. I'm just speaking plainly. It's a bit more complicated than that, but that's that's basically what what happens. Um yeah. and then the other way is we work with different partners who already have a group of users that they want to incentivize. That's why there's no public sign-up link. So we might work with a with an organization that goes, Look, I've got a hundred people that are part of um my skills development program. We want to incentivize them to participate. So then we'll create what we call these closed groups. And for, for those kind of partners, because we realized that partners also struggle to report back to funders, man. Because, you know, funders, funders are that, they definitely call to like the, you know, the community-based organizations sure. because they, they're providing the funds and allowing people to do what they must do. But it's also sometimes difficult for the local organization to report back to funders, man, in like the way that they want it. Because you get so caught up in, in creating the impact, you forget to track the impact you're creating. And then what we realized is because of this Lato platform, we're actually in a unique position where our users want to tell us about the progress that they've made because it's in their best interest to do so. So organizations might struggle to have a person like complete the survey or do like a check-in or whatever. You just put up that task, show up to the place and check in and tag your location to show that you're here. So now the organization can be like, oh, this person checked in on this and so a day. Super easy. And then we have this dynamic dashboards that they can access at any time and track the user's impact, the secondary impact as well. So what you find is it's easy for organizations to maybe track um, what the person is doing when they're in the space. But are they the same person when they leave? So now you can suddenly see, okay, this person is a part of our leadership training. And when he went out, he went to volunteer at an old age home. So that must mean that there's a bit of a change. And he's telling us he was there through this lato platform. So now we can show our, our funders not only this guy in the workshop, but he or she is actually in the community. Yeah. And, and then and that's the way that's the way it would then work for, for different um, organizations. And we then charge like a monthly user fee for their for their users on the platform we try to do a transaction model where we believe for every task or micro task or whatever, but it became a bit too complicated for organizations mm-hmm. because of the way their budgets work. The budgets are like, I've got, I've got 20,000 to spend on this and that, so you can't tell me that the transaction, every thousand transactions, you're gonna blow me one cent a transaction. What does that mean at the end of the month? Just tell right. me how much do we need to pay for how much users? So this is what we settled on. And then what we also do is, so any, any um, so that's the way we work with partners, then we do have corporate companies that will then say like through the you know, the CSI, CSR budgets and, and just go, look, we want to, we want to give back. Um, so we're gonna do that buyer's lotto. So let's say for example, ShopRite would be like, look, here's a here's a couple of, here's 200 loaves of bread. Per month or whatever um, for your users, but they have to go into the Shoprite store to redeem it. So I mean, it's a win. It's a win for for corporate because they only lose when the person walks into their store to buy. So it's okay. not like it's not like you just you're just handing it out and we just at the spot. I mean, people can do whatever else, but that. So instead of the food or whatever coming to them, they have to consciously make a decision to go in and pick up this one loaf of bread. And what we often find is, if I'm at the store, I'm gonna buy the other stuff, man. I'm not just gonna like. Go to the mall and buy like one loaf of bread. Like, mom, what else do we need for the house? I got, I got this voucher for like bread and milk. So I'm just so you can just pay for the peanut butter. So then that model sort of worked for corporate where it's like they can do, they can give back, but sometimes they also use it as like a, a way to market. You know, instead of putting up your, news, your post in the newspaper, and it's fine if you if you're choosing to do that, you can put it up on a platform where users are doing good, so you can report that there's impact. But they're walking into your store constantly. And while they are making other purchases, so that's so that's how we can get some of our incentives to reduce our cost. Then for partners, so we will put any incentives that we get donated to us from corporates that will be available on the platform for all users and all partners to access. But you might have a partner going, look, we want to give our people a stipend, but We worried about what their family will do with the money. Because if you're in our areas, my man, you you get a stipend, but now it's suddenly a salary. So it's not even a lot of money, but you're supposed to use it for traveling and and like toiletries or whatever. But now your, your family, they made a loan somewhere or they have to pay this person back. And now suddenly there's a whole lot of circumstances and the users don't have money to travel to the spot. So what they would then do is instead of, let's say, giving someone... the users, the participants, a thousand five hundred rand stipend, they would convert that into Zlato and buy the exact things that they would have purchased with the money, man. So with these electricity, they'll add an additional, you know, let's say another 200 rand electricity voucher per user on the platform or whatever, so that they can work out to what they would have spent on the stipend. And they can also report back because now the users know that for me to access my stipend, I have to basically participate in these tasks. So I have to show up because I must, my task must be reviewed. I have to be at this place. I have to actually think about what I'm doing. So I can't just sit in the class and go, yeah, now I was in class today and it was fun because they ask you, you no, know, what did you actually learn? Because in order to receive your lot you have to tell us what you learned in every single class. And now we're also forcing people to remember what's going on because it's again, in their best interest to pay attention now. So I'm not, I'm not here in because yeah, I don't have anything else to do. I must focus. I have to graduate because my mom is suddenly asking me, oh, you brought bread the last time. What's happening now? And you have to explain to her, nah, I wasn't paying attention in the class. Are you mad? Do what you must do. So you got the buy of the family pushing you to stay in school where previously yeah. no one used to drop out so you can buy bread. Now it's like, no, stay there because what you're doing is working. Um, yeah, so, so then that's how it would work with, with different organizations. We also then have, yeah, there's a few business models attached. So um, just bear with me. Then we also have like, <laughs> like third parties that would use um our Zlato API to integrate with, with their platforms. So it's just a, it's just a way let's say they already have an existing platform where they where they're either incentivizing use or they have a program or whatever, they would just plug into Zlato so people could interact with the Zlato platform and not even know that it's Lato. So we, we sometimes do that with 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 a few, with a few partners and organizations. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm like I can't just mention them because no, course, people wouldn't yeah, know that course. they're interacting and they're just using the just using the platform to like yeah. our tracking mechanism. And some people would integrate our, our, you know, our nano courses and our impact CV and they can decide what bits and pieces of slot that they want to use. Mm-hmm. As
0: I say, genius on, on so many levels. I, I, I really think it's, it's an incredible um, model and, and the platform is, is it's really, I, I think, Dealing with one of the challenges that that I I certainly know about, which as you say, it's it's reporting in the impact space, um, and, Mm -hmm. and really I think it's incredible.